Mm-hmm. Yep. So, today, people, we uh, have a topic. It's going to be a kind of an edgy topic, but we're going to be talking about this on the spiritual aspect, not more so uh, just speaking from a hateful aspect. So, mm-hmm. um, as we get into the conversation, you might feel one way or you might feel another. That's okay. But uh, we would like people to keep an open mind as we do have this conversation. Uh, the topic today is uh, the gay agenda. Um, hmm. We're speaking about the gay agenda from another perspective today because <laughs> it keeps coming around to my doorstep. And I said, maybe this needs to be discussed because there's an area of confusion where nobody necessarily wants to say anything. Everybody just kind of wants to speak from the corner. And if you have an objection to what someone might be saying, we say, well, you hate me. Right. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they just were trying to understand you and you didn't want to answer the question. Mm -hmm. And to diffuse, you say, well, you hate me. And now the conversation becomes about hate, not the actual question that was asked. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, when we talk about the gay agenda, um, we talk about, because we're doing this series on molestation and things of that nature, and we feel this ties in perfect. Mm -hmm. I had a friend ask a question online, and it was uh, gay. It was asking about gay people in general or the LGBT community uh, in general, and it said, what do you believe that is nature or nurture? This is a belief question. Okay. Because mm-hmm. if you believe nature, mm-hmm. you believe it's this natural. is the way mm-hmm. this person was uniquely created right. to come out and show the world. Mm-hmm. That's what you believe. That is your perfect understanding. I can let you live. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one is nurture. So... Nurture takes us in a different place. Uh-huh. Nurture takes us to what the world has sculpted us to be as opposed to what God had for us naturally when we came out to the world. Right, right. So, uh, some of the people were saying nature and some were saying nurture. nurture. I used to think nature uh-huh. into, until the world showed me nurture. Uh-huh. So, I'm um, talking to my dad, my sister, for those who don't know, my sister passed when I was 35 years old mm-hmm. of, um, of cancer, stomach cancer. Oh, no, breast cancer, planetary breast cancer. And so, I've always known my sister to be a lesbian woman. My sister mm-hmm. was a lesbian woman. That's the way she was right. born. Mm-hmm. My first introduction to her being a lesbian was her saying, hey, Apache, come see. And I run to the bathroom on the naturally curious child right and i turned to the bathroom and my sister is peeing standing up hmm. and he is going everywhere and i'm trying to figure out what the hell is going on right. why does first she have different parts than me right <laughs> why is she standing up when she should be sitting down mm-hmm. and so i always know my sister to be this one mm-hmm. she's always like women right mm-hmm. and so i found out I mean, my sister died when I was 35 years old. She died a week before my birthday. And uh, when I turned 40, sister dead and gone, I'm having a conversation with my dad. And one of his final conversations with my sister before she passed was um, that she had got molested Hmm. by my mom's friend who was a woman. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I said, hold on. 
Hold on, mm-hmm. hold on, hold on, because God keeps putting this right. molestation thing in my doorstep and says, mm-hmm. stop ignoring this. Right. I said, well, maybe if, let's just say molestation happens to you, that it happens by a woman, mm-hmm. and you, as a child, start liking women. Right. That is the world nurturing, nurturing. you to what you think you should be liking as opposed to what God naturally puts you on this earth. Mm-hmm. So I don't even know if my sister was lesbian. I just say that she was, what is the word, uh, compromised. Mm-hmm. She was mm-hmm. compromised into thinking another ideology. Right. She was nurtured into believing it was natural. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so if the story continues to get told like this, mm-hmm. and we don't tell the molestation aspect of it, we just say, oh, this hospital block turned eight. Mm-hmm. Really? So, if you were molested mm-hmm. and you came onto yourself at eight mm-hmm. and figured out this is what you like, man or woman, you don't think you were compromised back then? Mm-hmm. Or you don't think that you would take some of the things that you might have liked from your experience onto your, like, mm-hmm. and I hear this a lot with men who get molested by women. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. They take this personality who they, I, the guy that was, that, that works with me sometimes on my camera stuff, he's molested at five. Wow. Five. Then mm-hmm. have a check dance. Right. So now you go outside and have this mm-hmm. feeling that you like. Mm-hmm. This thing that happened to me, I like it. Mm-hmm. But everybody keeps telling me it's wrong for me to like. Mm-hmm. And now you have to come up with your own conclusion as to what you think this thing that you like is. Mm-hmm. And children don't have the capacity to think about sex. That was our first topic. Mm-hmm. Children don't think about sex like that. And this comes back to this capacity. Children cannot think about the capacity of what molestation has done. Right. Even if it changes your whole feeling or nature or, or perspective towards the world. Mm-hmm. You in your body or trying to fill this thing out and if you naturally gravitate towards men because that thing happened to you by a man and you might have I would say that you like what happened but mm-hmm. not the person associated with that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so how do I try to get this through like um, we have. I feel that we're we're having half of the conversation. Okay. I feel mm-hmm. in this world today we have a throw the rock and hide your hand type of society. Mm-hmm. Where they're only gonna tell you half the story to make you hate this person over here, mm-hmm. but not give all the context to what you and this person had problems with in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So the religious community and the LGBT they're having a big fight right now. Mm-hmm. But it's over half of the conversation. Mm-hmm. The church doesn't want to take care of its molesters. And mm-hmm. they don't want to say that molestation might have played a part in turning gay. It's a big argument here. Right. But right. nobody wants to have the real conversation. They want to say, you hate me. Mm-hmm. You hate me is the conversation. Mm-hmm. And it becomes hate and not understanding. Okay, so back to the nature and nurturing for a second. Okay. So naturally, what should a child be thinking at eight? 
I mean, if we really think about it, if children are not supposed to be having conversations, if that's not supposed to be their focus at that time, if we have a child who has not had any kind of experience that introduced them into sex in any kind of way, what would this child be doing at that time? Because something had to happen if now they're trying to decide who they are in a sexual context for the rest of their life at the age of eight. So let me give you what my son is doing because he's now nine. Mm -hmm. uh, he'll come into my room he'll say, hey, you want to watch me dance? And he'll, <laughs> he'll start dancing. There's mm -hmm. no freaky dancing. He's right. dancing like a kid. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, he'll come in and say, hey, uh, I need some batteries for my, uh, mm -hmm. my game control. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He'll play videos with his game. Like he had a friend because, of course, my wife, she'll have friends that have children. Mm -hmm. And... The other little boy wanted to use his iPad to watch girls kiss. Mm-hmm. And my son was like, oh, well, you can go do that. I, yeah, I that's not interesting. <laughs> because kids are supposed to be building plutonic relationships, mm -hmm. not mm -hmm. sexual relationships. Mm -hmm. Because that's what makes the best relationships later. Absolutely. So it's natural for us to want to have friends. And girls like girl things and boys like mm -hmm. boy things. Mm -hmm. And if they come together, let's just say they're building a friendly relationship mm -hmm. and they can grow up to be friends. Mm -hmm. This is the problem in the black community. The boys have always tried to have sex with the girls. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. girls don't trust the boys because they know that they're not being honest. Right, right. They know that you want to have sex with her. Right, That's why you're right. trying to be a friend. Mm -hmm. It's not a friendship. Mm -hmm. To where we're growing together and I'm learning about men through you. Mm. And you're learning about women through me. Mm -hmm. And we can bounce off conversations to me better understand women and you to better understand men instead of us coming together and having sex and throwing out the whole equation. Because mm -hmm. once you throw out the equation, you're not going back to your friends again. Doesn't yep. happen that way. Yeah. It it's is. nature. Mm -hmm. uh, sex takes us to an emotional place. Mm -hmm. The man and the woman. Right, right. And so. We should be, as little boys and girls, building plutonic friendships, relationships mm -hmm. that we can carry into our older ages, not thinking about sex or trying to have sex with a little girl and corrupt her mm -hmm. into being just like you, or a little mm -hmm. girl corrupting a boy to be mm -hmm. just like her. Right. And I think typically, um, growing up, the girls, the platonic relationships they're looking for are not with the opposite sex. They're just busy having friends. They're just hanging with each other, but things have changed over time to where even the conversations we have with our children make them think that somehow or another it's supposed to be different than that, that you have to be prepared for the sexual relationships that are coming up. So we're actually feeding that to them, but not to the point that they have to go way outside of what's natural in order to fulfill that. Absolutely. So if we're not giving it to them that heavy, that means it had to come from somewhere else. And if you don't teach your kids, somebody don't teach them. They're going to teach them. Don't get taught. It's going to get taught. Mm -hmm. And my godchild, my oldest godchild, when she was in the sixth grade, she experienced two girls in the in the hallway kissing. Mm -hmm. Two mm -hmm. girls mm -hmm. having sex under mm -hmm. the stairs. Mm -hmm. uh, people having sex. And this is middle school. Right. Right. But let's just say this girl and this boy have a great plutonic relationship mm -hmm. and they, they're building businesses together. Mm -hmm. They're building industry together at a young age while not paying rent. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you have all of this creative energy as, mm -hmm. as a child. Mm -hmm. 
I feel that we're using the creative energy to create more sexual energy. Mm. <laughs> and so mm. kids aren't learning anything but sexual relationships. Mm -hmm. And if we don't get along sexually, we can't get along. Wow. I would be hanging with, like men would see me with all of these women, and, they, and I would be hanging like with nine women. I'd be in front mm -hmm. with nine women. They'd be like, how many of you having sex with? I'd be like, no, no. Mm -hmm. These are my friends. Mm -hmm. And in my narcissist mind, I was saying that I don't need them. Mm -hmm. I want their friends. Mm -hmm. So they would bring their friends around <laughs> me, and since I'm a good guy to them, they would say, hey, friend, you should talk to him. And this friend is going to like you because she's got a cosign. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so this is what's my game. Right. But I see men, they can't even be friends mm -hmm. if there's no sex involved. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's where you're losing. Even with pretty women, it doesn't matter. I can be friends with a pretty mm -hmm. woman. Like, right. I don't have to think mm -hmm. about her that way. Mm -hmm. But when I'm talking to men, everything goes back to sexual. Hmm. Everything goes back to sexual. Mm -hmm. I'm like, where did we get here? Mm -hmm. And it started years ago. Mm -hmm. And it's like just made full. It's like when we came out with hip-hop music, and hip-hop music was one way. Mm -hmm. And then two live crew came in. And then music was another <laughs> way. Because they were like, well, we like booties and bikinis. Mm -hmm. We like mm -hmm. this stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this became popular, mm -hmm. and little boys start saying, they say, I want a woman like that. Well, to get a woman like that, you got to act like this. Mm -hmm. And so the little boy said, well, we're going to throw out this good guy, smart guy personality, because this doesn't get the girl that I want. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is human nature. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Humans are nature bound. Like when a dog is moving outside, a dog is not moving like a human. Mm -hmm. A dog is moving by nature. Right, so right, right. He knows how to do a mm -hmm. bird. Fly south for the winter because naturally mm -hmm. a bird knows that's not cold, man. <laughs> you know, no, right, right, right. We as humans have the we get a mind to decipher right or wrong, mm -hmm. and we have to make a decision. But if you're too young to make a decision, mm -hmm. you grow up thinking that your decision is fact when it might just be feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It might be so, something that you're feeling. Right. You never got to talk to anybody about it. It's your secret. And now it's your reality hmm. because you got to live it. I tell people, um, like when people call me, they're talking about all of their problems. I'm saying, it's going to be all right, man. Mm -hmm. It's just a time. It's going to pass. <laughs> I also have to understand that whatever's happening to them is not happening to me. <laughs> right, right. It's so different. I can't. I'm going to get off the phone and be all right. Mm -hmm. You still got to deal with whatever mm -hmm. you're dealing with. Mm -hmm. So I look at it from that perspective. Like, mm -hmm. I don't have to live this life. But I do want to understand it. Right, right. Like I want to under, I wish I had that conversation with my sister, and I, 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 I I'm different than my dad in the sense where I gotta ask all the questions. Mm -hmm. Okay, after that happened, how long did it take you to figure out a maneuver your way to get to okay, I like women? Because mm -hmm. it's all a conscious decision. When somebody's not to cheat, mm -hmm. it didn't just start with cheating. Mm -hmm. It was a conversation, it was maybe some drinks. It was a bigger, longer conversation. I had to go get in the car. Mm -hmm. I had to go around the room. Mm -hmm. Everything happened. It didn't just, just right, know. right. Mm -hmm. So it's a story. It's an origin. Something mm -hmm. happened here, mm -hmm. and now we're here. Mm -hmm. But we're not talking about that. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about the whole story. We're only talking about half the story. Okay, so for people who were molested, what makes them, or what could make them? make that decision.
Because, see, a lot of times we think that if somebody's molested, it was a horrible experience, they're mad, they're angry about everything that happened, and therefore they want nothing to do with anything that has to do with that. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about how that nurtured you. Nurturing we view as a loving, kind of uh, an embracing type process is nurturing. How can molestation be a nurturing process? Um, so, I met a woman once who was molested by her uncle mm-hmm. over like a seven year period. Okay. To the point where she kind of thought uncle was boyfriend. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's nurture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she had to snap out of it and say, uncle, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. boyfriend, mm-hmm. uncle. Okay. Okay. But when you're when you're nurtured that long, even when you find out this is uncle, when you go outside, eventually she found a pimp. So mm-hmm. no more uncle. Mm-hmm. Now I got pimp. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nobody has great intentions for you. Mm-hmm. But you just left what you saw as the figure in your family. Maybe mm-hmm. dad's gone. This mm-hmm. is the figure that holds the household down. Right. But this is also uncle boyfriend mm-hmm. in your mind. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. kind of like some women. They have boys, and it's like, it's son-husbands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's like, I got two roles. So it's the same way in this situation. Mm-hmm. So when we look at the nurture aspect, we got to really see that we're dealing with humans. Right, right. Humans can be corrupted. It's like a mm-hmm. computer system with an error in it. We can mm-hmm. be corrupted. Mm-hmm. And so we have to not be so foolish to say, oh, that's, that, that can never happen. I got some stories that can blow you out of the water, mm-hmm. and I would love these people to come forth and start telling their stories, mm-hmm. so okay. we can at least blow the lid off. Oh, that's not happening. Right now, in that same story though that you gave the example of, because if that happened, yes, that person after seven years of dealing with whatever they dealt with can get to the place where they hate men. Absolutely. Or. Mm-hmm. You learn how to please men. Mm-hmm. So you it, are the pleasure side. Right, right. Not what this man needs for mm-hmm. me to get him to the next level. Because mm-hmm. I feel what we need as far as in these platonic relationships, the woman is the spiritual side. Mm-hmm. The man can go outside and physically build, mm-hmm. but the woman can see. Mm-hmm. But if we're using each other for the wrong type of energy, if it's all mm-hmm. sexual, mm-hmm. she's not going to help you build. Or she's mm-hmm. only going to help you build where that's a need present. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The sexual need. Right, right, right. So I can have sex with you. You'll feel good today. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're gonna build something. Right, 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 right. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found out like my day in life, but when mm-hmm. I came into myself, I started saying it. I was like, "Oh, you got a lot of work to do." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I started like getting away from people. Or if I found a woman, this is what I started finding: a lot of women were oversexual. Because mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. a sex addict. Naturally, I'm attracting different types of sex addicts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so. You would find these women, and I'm in a group, um, I was in a Facebook group, mm-hmm. and you would hear the stories. Right, right. And then the girl would come to you like, oh, okay, it's your turn. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to invite that type of thing. Right, to my life. right. I'm loose. Mm-hmm. I'm loose energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't invite that to your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the same way with like, um, and we're going to get into that later with uh, different personality types of mm-hmm. where people mm-hmm. are molested. Right. Just women being promiscuous. I feel mm-hmm. it comes from a place of molestation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Either you're guarded or you're promiscuous. Mm-hmm. Like the middle row, the women take the middle row, the mm-hmm. lukewarm row, they 
probably live the worst depressed life. Right. Because right. of God's where you have to make decisions. You're going to either choose this one or this one. Okay, now what about boys? Life. Because with boys it's different because there can be more pleasure easier in some cases. And we're also talking about testosterone. People have exactly. a very, very mm -hmm. weird view of what testosterone actually is. Mm -hmm. uh, this is why men are more violent mm -hmm. than women. Mm -hmm. And so when you introduce this energy to a man or a boy, mm -hmm. um, the boy doesn't know how to have sex. Mm -hmm. He doesn't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. But you know, he's heard about it. Mm -hmm. He's not seen no part of it. Mm -hmm. And he wants to try it. Doesn't understand the energy. Mm -hmm. So when a young boy is being molested by an older woman, mm -hmm. the young boy, you're, you're gonna like it because the boy loves pleasure. Mm -hmm. Boys love pleasure. Mm -hmm. We play all day, but young boys become grown men still loving the pleasure. Mm -hmm. Now they just have to work and pay bills. Right, right. Oh, I gotta go to work and pay these bills so I can feed this demon. I have to pay pleasure. Mm -hmm. The pleasure becomes a demon mm -hmm. in a sense because you're chasing the pleasure and it's taking money out of your pocket, taking money away from the family, taking money away from the kids. Mm -hmm. But all you're focused on is the pleasure mm -hmm. because you haven't dealt with the molestation problem wow. that happened to you. Mm -hmm. And it's more of a nurture again. Mm -hmm. Because we as a society, especially as a church society, we thought they were the bad one. We mm -hmm. not talk about molestation. Mm -hmm. I have not went to a church in all of my days where the pastor spoke about molestation, have mm -hmm. I? <laughs> have you? You've been going to church a little bit longer? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, we talk in the groups about it, not always openly, because but in groups. And what is also not good, because you almost have to deal with some stuff in groups on occasion because you don't know who's sitting there. And you don't know what's going on. And so sometimes to it's almost like opening up something that you don't know what you're sending home after a service or who you're sending home. And they're thinking somehow that you've talked to someone or, you know, all of that stuff you have. It's, so they have to deal with the retaliation. Yes. So you have to be wise. If you ever de deal with it openly in the pulpit. I think it has to yeah. be how your church starts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we're dealing with this, stuff. Yes. And we say, hey, if I come in my first sermon in my church and I say, look, mm -hmm. we will not tolerate molestation mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. any kind. Mm -hmm. That's the standard of what your church stands on. Mm -hmm. Nobody thinks about making that a standard to stand on, though. It's the same thing with marriage. <laughs> my wife knew what she was getting into. Mm -hmm. I, look, when she came up, I left water bottles all over the place. Mm -hmm. Why do these water bottles? Oh, these water bottles get on my nerves. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, well, if you marry me, you got to be water bottles. <laughs> Either you're going to clean it or you're going to complain about it. <laughs> I want to make it very visible that this is what I do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to forget your birthday. I'm going to forget all these special Right, I'm right. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't have to remind me when it's here. Mm -hmm. You're marrying me. You're not mm -hmm. married. You can marry a concept of me or you're mm -hmm. Right, right. But nobody's being honest. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to let people know where they stand because if you let people know where you stand, they got to make a decision on you right now. Right. Mm -hmm. I love to be. I would love people to make a decision on me right now, then be a coward later and can't have a voice later, mm -hmm. and I can't say anything because I didn't say anything in the beginning. Well, you're yeah. not saying anything now. Like if I date a woman and she wear dresses up here, she's showing up over there and all this stuff, and I marry her like that, mm -hmm. I can no longer. Get well, I don't like to be. Well, I made a religious decision. My family's gonna change. Mm -hmm. No, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it don't mm-hmm. work that way. Let her know how you stand on the first date. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to make a decision she's going to change then. Mm-hmm. Or not change. Or not. If she doesn't, then you know this is what I'm either going to live with or walk away from. Y'all can go <laughs> exactly. Let somebody make a decision on mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. On what you stand. Mm-hmm. I, I tell this about my wife all the time when I first came to the household. She was writing letters. Like she'd be mad at kids, she'd write a letter. No. Mm-hmm. Call mm-hmm. the family me. We don't call it out in front of everybody because we're a family. Right, right. You mm-hmm. can't be in the corner yapping mm-hmm. about this or mm-hmm. scared to vocalize. Vocalizing. Says a lot different than something on paper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I wanted to, I wanted for her to get better at projecting towards mm-hmm. her children. Right, right. And so we have to do this with the world. Like let people know where you stand. If you go into your church and you say, "I know I'm gonna talk about this. I know it's gonna be uncomfortable." Mm-hmm. Well, prepare your, prepare your ministry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this is gonna be a tough year. Not because of finances, not right, because right, of anything. Right. We're gonna lose members. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm gonna talk about some stuff in the direction we're gonna go. It's not gonna be popular. Right, right. Mm-hmm. The church might it might make a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Might make a lot less. Mm-hmm. But might you make a are lot representing more. <laughs> the kingdom the way the kingdom is supposed to be represented. Mm-hmm. The kingdom is not supposed to be represented by colleagues. Now think about it though, because the church is comprised of families. So when you talk about that, families don't even talk about it. Communities don't talk well, about well, it. Can we talk about the black family? Well, they don't talk about it. So it, to even think that it would be even on the, quote, agenda, because there's certain things that, there's a whole lot of stuff that's on the agenda as far as God is concerned. But to think that we would intentionally hit something that none of y'all talk about. And then you never know, because it could be the person who's over it has dealt with the same thing in their family yeah, as well. So we're in a place to where we have accepted a nurturing mentality that is wrong and we refuse to bring it to the front and tear it up. We refuse to talk it through and to free the people who've been in bondage because of it. We just don't do it. We don't do it in our families. We don't. We got families right now that are dealing with stuff that um, happened to their children or happened to them, happened to their mama, happened to. Won't talk about it. When we were doing the renovations on the, the, the shop, um, my mentor brought in a homeless guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's, he was giving the guy money at Lowe's. He would give him money. And then the guy said he had construction experience. And my mentor stopped him. He said, well, I'll give you a job. Mm-hmm. And so he gave the guy a job. And we, I'm talking to the homeless guy because I don't know what it is about people. People just have to come tell me their life story. Right, right. So he's telling me his life story. He's saying how... He would come home from school and he had to brace himself because he knew when his dad got home from work, his dad's gonna be there for no reason. Mm. And he never amounted to anything mm. in his life. And as he spoke about it, he started to cry. That's why I said, Oh, you still white in your dad's house. Right, right, right. You're still mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And if this grown man who's 60 years old mm-hmm. couldn't get over what his dad did to him, mm. how can somebody Especially a man. Mm-hmm. Like I talk about, I talk about the exit. Mm-hmm. When you turn an entrance out of an exit, mm-hmm. you mess up what a boy's nature is. Mm-hmm. He is nature-wise supposed to be a certain way, mm-hmm. and you have taken nature out of his hands. You have taken. 
the control of nature out of his hands. Mm -hmm. At least for now, because mm -hmm. like you said, you didn't know you had the power mm -hmm. to make a decision. Mm -hmm. These children don't understand that they have the power to make mm -hmm. a decision. Right, right. You know, mm -hmm. you have the power to overcome a lot of things. Mm -hmm. the, the mind is is more like a computer was sculpted mm -hmm. after the mind. So mm -hmm. we have to know that we are way more powerful than things that happen to us. Or, right, right. Um, mm -hmm. Things that we experience. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. just a moment in time. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to teach you something. Mm -hmm. And so this is how most people find their purpose. Right. When they right. go head over heels into what they fear or what they mm -hmm. ran from. Mm -hmm. Us, like you say, in the black community, we run. Mm -hmm. My family, they'll talk about somebody behind their back. Mm -hmm. And then when it hits the scene, mm -hmm. I didn't say that. Mm -hmm. To me, that's, witch that's witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because you said it. And you don't want to confront the issue. Mm -hmm. You got an issue with a person. I say bring it to the to the congregation. Right, right. Mm -hmm. That's my mm -hmm. way of thinking because that is a biblical perspective. It says bring mm -hmm. them before mm -hmm. the church, man. Right, right. Or bring them from past. Bring them from mm -hmm. a witness mm -hmm. and say, hey, if the witness can't figure out the proper, you the bring church, them higher, right? Mm -hmm. But we don't have the bring them higher. Mm -hmm. The argument either stops or is never had. Mm -hmm. It's because we don't have. True leaders, like let's just say the man is the abuser of the household. Mm -hmm. Well, if he's also the provider, they'll go with provider over abuser. Hmm. So they're like, okay, well he is paying all our bills. Mm -hmm. Let's keep letting him tear Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of the same way. If you can be nurtured into a domestic issue, you can be ushered into being groomed to think a certain way about how the world operates mm -hmm. or your place in it. Mm -hmm. And so this is what we're experiencing, I feel, with the gay agenda. Now look, if you still feel the nature aspect fits your lifestyle, we're not talking about you. Mm -hmm. We are talking about the nurtures, the people right. who have been molded into this, mm -hmm. uh, consciously or unconsciously. Mm -hmm. uh, when I say unconsciously, let's just say, you. My, like I said, my mind is very, very weird. Mm -hmm. I was asking questions to God back then, and uh, and I asked, uh, how bad did hate get towards black people during our worst times when we couldn't do anything about it? Mm -hmm. There's no cameras mm -hmm. to catch. Mm -hmm. And in my essence, God said, go to the worst places in your mind. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, let me go to the maternity wards of these hospitals where black babies were coming through. Mm -hmm. And it might have been a nurse that hated the baby. Mm. Well, what if this nurse corrupted or compromised the baby right before they left the maternity ward? Mm -hmm. We don't even think about that. That's too far to think about, mm -hmm. but a, a baby would never remember. Right. So I'm dating this one girl, and this is the girl that I met right before TV, before I was like, hey. um, <laughs> This girl told me about a story about when she was in daycare. Mm. And at the time, I think she said she's four years old. She says she's at daycare and she's on the carpet because it's story time. She says she's grinding herself against the carpet. Mm -hmm. And I'm sitting there like, how the hell does a four-year-old learn? Right, right. How mm -hmm. do you learn how to mm -hmm. please yourself at four? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yes, bro. I was like, mm -hmm. Now, I told you about the TBRI, right? It's a, a, a ther ther therapy, TBRI. And they told us when we took the class 
that if a child, even in the womb, was in traumatic situations, or we know about drugs, babies who are born addicted to drugs and they have to go through withdrawals, all of that stuff. But even children who were in trauma, even in a womb, the trauma shows back up. That's why a lot of times you can get somebody who says, well, you know, I don't want to foster kids, but I want to adopt one and I want to adopt an infant. And so they adopt an infant and thinking that somehow or another everything's going to be okay with this child because the child never grew up with the people who were causing the trauma. But because that child was associated with that trauma, even in the womb, they carry it with them. So you end up adopting a child, bringing them up, and they have all kinds of stuff going on that you don't know where it came from. So in cases like that, there's no telling what type of things trigger our children. Absolutely. There's no telling because we don't know. We're not there every moment of every day to see what's going on, uh, even when they're in the womb, when they're very young, even in the nursery ward. <laughs> we don't know what happened to that child because we don't trace it. We don't know we have to trace it because we're... The child's not telling us. And then you said this about we naturally trust women mm -hmm. more than we trust men. So we walk at that mm -hmm. terrible person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And she could be working at the paternity ward and just mm -hmm. be nasty minded. Right. right. Her mind is just mm -hmm. sick. Mm -hmm. But everybody believes her because she talks nice and mm -hmm. she puts on a good front. She looks like a nurturer, but in the good sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So. What I learned about this world is there is a good and bad reaction to everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if there's good nurturance, there's bad nurturance. It's an equal reaction towards everything. Mm -hmm. And so when we talk about nurture, there's great nurture mm -hmm. stories. Mm -hmm. Right, right. But then we're talking about this side of the nurturing side mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. been pushed upon our society. Mm -hmm. And we're dealing with the grown-up portion of it, mm -hmm. not the child portion. Right, right, right. We're dealing with the hurt adults. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're not dealing with the children that we mm -hmm. should have dealt with mm -hmm. and put them right. Mm -hmm. These children that found their own way, they're just out here burning down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we got to deal with these people from their childhood. So we're dealing with them in a sense. You got your hands on your knees like, hey, you're dealing with them people like mm -hmm, that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is how I treat them. Like, I don't. I've never been mean to a gay person or a, right. let, I just, I still have it in my nature to be mean to a gay mm -hmm, person. Mm -hmm. But um, I do really want to understand how you came out to be this way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I do want to know how this affects your life. Mm -hmm. I do want to know how your parents took it. Because mm -hmm. I knew my parents took it a little bit mm -hmm. different way than right, some other right, parents right. Mm -hmm. My mom was like, don't bring it around me. Mm -hmm. My dad was just like, all right, I'll do it all along. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I caught my sister in that. That's mm -hmm. how I found out. Mm -hmm. And she just came out of her own and she looked at me and she was like, you know that. Mm. You know bless me. Like, you know mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess I do. <laughs> I mean, like I said, we went back to this experience that I had in mind mm -hmm. when I found mm -hmm. out who she was. Mm -hmm. I just, as a nine-year-old, couldn't put together who she was going to be at some point. Right, right, right. But I knew right. who she was mm -hmm. at nine. Mm -hmm. So I was a part of that nurture as well. Mm -hmm. Because even though that wasn't my life, that wasn't my story, mm -hmm. I grew up with the ideology that this was nature. Mm -hmm. Oh, God mm -hmm. made her that way. Mm -hmm. This is how she came out. She came out to teach us a, new, a unique story. Mm -hmm. The unique story is the molestation. Right, right. Story. Which they call it grooming. 
Absolutely. instead of nurturing. Which will be our next topic mm-hmm. that we'll share <laughs> um, coming up next. Mm-hmm. We're going to close this one out, man. We uh, talked on it enough. I think mm-hmm. we kind of be beating dead horses. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to get all the body here. We appreciate you guys uh, listening to us. And uh, if you have anything perspective-wise to add to the story, maybe your personal story, it's also okay to share, man. We can help one another through stories. So uh, thank you guys for listening, <laughs> and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Very good.